This is the Very Finnish Problems podcast. Follow us at facebook.com slash veryfinnishproblems. Okay, hello. Here we are for our third episode of Very Finnish Problems. And it's not even December yet. Not even December. We are flying. So mm-hmm. yeah, my name is Joel Willens. Uh, I'm the host of and creator of Very Finished Problems, and here I have my co-host, Thomas. Oh, that's a bit closer. Oh. It's Thomas. <laughs> one day, one day I'll nail that. And uh, today, uh, we thought we'd talk about a Very Finished Problem which we can all understand. Uh, when alcohol is a universal permission to go totally insane. And this happens to be problem number 86 in my forthcoming new book, 101, Very Finished Problems. Yep, yeah, book, you heard me fancy. right. Yeah, fancy. 101, Very Finished Problems, The Foreigner's Guide to Surviving in Finland, available from all good bookstores. Okay, uh, come but what's, June, the, what's June this I hear about, like, having no pics? No pictures, zero pictures, uh, rather lots of interesting words. Yeah, I mean, the Good publishers won't, won't let you steal memes. They won't let me steal memes, and uh, they wanted me to rely solely on the written words. So. Mm. How old-fashioned. Old school, very oh, old school. Cool. Yeah, old school in, in many ways, a book being quite old school. So a book of a Facebook page, which is is quite <laughs> 21st century. <laughs> <laughs> It's very meta. <laughs> very, absolutely. So, um, yeah, alcohol. 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 So the sun is now hmm. out finally, and today it was a, it was a sizzling thirteen degrees. Um, so when the sun comes out, there is a greater tendency for Finnish people to drink, obviously. Mm-hmm. But or what, drink in public, rather. Or drink in public. I think um, one of the great sights for everyone is is seeing terraces being built. Isn't it? Mm, yeah, yeah, it brings you hope before you know the late May weather crushes all your hopes. But you well, know. I mean, this May has been absolute, absolutely shocking. Hmm. I mean, the idea seeing people build terraces in sleet and very yeah. degrees has to well, be one of the most depressing, depressing sights of a depressing May. All the more reason to drink. Absolutely. So that that brings us to the question. I mean, why is it you think that uh, Finnish people, when they have the opportunity to go crazy drinking they take it uh with both both hands uh i don't know uh there's some sort of like genetical tendency for it how things go apeshit because of some weird gene mutation that's like common more common among Finns than in any other european you know that's population that's got to be the crappest excuse yeah, yeah, it's, it's a I shit excuse <laughs> it's, it's, it's very conveniently yourself. like deterministic is uh, that true is that is that you're suppo- making that up it's, no i'm not making it up it's supposedly supposedly is true so so uh, yeah g- genetical tendency is to go all you know mr Halla on you <laughs> I mean, that's what happens when you have a small gene pool in a very isolated country for a thousand years. But uh-huh. I don't think that's. I, don't, I mean, do you think? That it, uh, I mean, but that is the, the gene is there to get people very drunk very easily. But are you saying there's a gene that encourages people to just go mad? That's, I mean, we, we could pause this recording for like 30 seconds while I Google this. But I mean, our, list, our listeners can do it. I can remember that there's some support for this. Right. Like, okay. Some some real like studies done on it. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting how you compare, because in the UK, we also have, or certainly had, and we have a reputation for binge drinking. And um, 
The reason we have it is because we used to have a system where pubs would close at 11. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with this. Yeah, I've heard about it, yeah. Yeah, they ding a bell. Uh, last orders, ladies and gentlemen. Everyone rushes to the bar, but buys three pints. And then uh, they have 20 minutes, which they neck them. And then by <laughs> 11.30, at every town and village across the, across the land, hordes of people would stumble out and start fighting. So that's... Mm-hmm. And the rationale behind that, actually, was that... Uh, in the First World War, uh, apparently we were, uh, munitions workers weren't making bombs fast enough. They were coming to the factory hungover. <laughs> so the government decided they would, they would cut down the drinking house. And we had to live with that for, for almost another 100 years until it was finally repealed. And now uh, we can get drink whenever we want. But still, we still, I think the English still have a tendency to drink too much, purely, purely because they've been like, so used to binge drinking. And I think to an extent, it's also the... The idea that you can... Well, when, you can did be, is, when did these rules like change? Uh, I think it changed about maybe five, ten years ago. Okay, But so I mean, when English people still go on holiday, they still find it necessary to get absolutely wanker. Good things about. coming out of neoliberalism, right? There you go. It doesn't uh-huh. happen very often, but on this occasion. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, I think for Finnish people, it seems to be a, a also, you know, it's a, a way of like liberating themselves and feeling free from the bounds of sort of like uh, the rule-bound society. And mm. did, you, did you know people who become very different when they're... Or very, uh, who crave drink to to make themselves more more sociable yeah i suppose i do i've just like sort of started weeding out people who can't like sort of <laughs> handle it handle it uh, weeding uh, them out yeah <laughs> well my closest fr- circle of friends we're sort of like picky with people and we like uh-huh. we like to sit and have like civilized chats with people and individuals who can't like carry themselves when they have taken their drug of choice it's sort of embarrassing and, and awkward for everyone so uh-huh. so we we'd rather they like but you change your phone company. numbers and, and change the locks on your door no you know facebook facebook delete them yeah no, the, the, no. <laughs> rather secret punishment. facebook events we have secret facebook oh, events with, they don't get invited uh, anymore with the chatham house rules you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what about like uh, on very festive occasions? I mean, like you know, Johannes, as we all know, is soon soon to be upon us, and uh, that's always an opportunity to for everyone to get wasted and and then yeah, drown. Apparently. It's I, also I quite always, popular. I'm, I'm not religious, but I always like secretly, perhaps a, a little bit pray for shitty Johannes uh-huh. weather because well, then a few people drown. Save lives. Yeah, it yeah. literally saves lives. So. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't care about Johannes. It's one of these like festive occasions that, that are, you know, way overrated. People have seriously high expectations of just sitting around with a few people and maybe grilling or whatever. I like spontaneous, like normal parties you throw like at any time. Yeah, I totally hear you. I think uh, Johannes is an, like every party that you have to you wait for is regularly a disappointment I think. Mm. but it's interesting about the whole like there's a certain perception amongst people outside of Finland that I think the Finns are massive drinkers but I was looking at a bit of research actually it turns out that um, Finns are actually only the world's 14th biggest beer drink drinkers so that's beer clearly Koskinkorv is not on the list so hmm. only the 14th biggest beer drinkers knocking back an average of 78.5 litres per person a year and there's what the country that's at the top of that is double that consumption. Would you like, would you like to try and guess who that might be? Biggest no. beer drinkers in the world. Uh, no, I have no idea. Throw it, go. Ge- Germany? Close. Czech Republic. Ah, yeah. Who, who cane it? Are massively hardcore. So there's a sense, it's like a, there's a bit of a myth to, there's a bit of a myth that fin- Finns are such such huge drinkers. But I think it's just that they're very sort of, they when they do drink, they're doing a spectacular... Okay, we have smart listeners and I, I 
I think a lot of people probably have better insight into this, but I, I think Finland has a problem with uh, big consumers of alcohol, so the consumption is fairly polarized. Oh, right, so you into, have some people like, doing like a thousand liters. Yeah, yeah, people who drink a bit too much, essentially, or uh, lots too much. Yeah. yeah. But that's a weird relationship also with the state. I mean, the fact that, you know... You had prohibition before. Well, one of the few yeah, countries have prohibition. Yeah. That didn't really pan out, did it? No. Then you have, and still well, have this, the fact that I can't go to the to the Alco at six o one. I can't six o one. I'm f- screwed. Basically, I can't get any wine for yeah. the next day, or any, I can't get any drink from the Alco. And yeah. Sunday's out of that. So I mean, I find uh-huh. well, if you if you put your head into the um, old school moralist mindset that yeah. was behind the the sort of terror of a drinking working class. That people actually feared, uh, and Crazy there was yeah, going mad. Yeah. After and if, if you if you put your head in that sort of mode, you sort of uh, realize the benefits of supposed benefits of prohibition, which was that you know there was less consumption overall. Only people who had problems still drank, and you essentially created a black market. So yeah, congratulations, <laughs> lost tax revenue. You know, as, as with, you know... Great work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's not go, you know, to talk fully about, about drug prohibition, but but yeah. yeah but I mean, black pr- markets, is, it's, a, it's, it's such a, you know, clown college level stupid idea that you willingly create black markets. Oh, you know, congratulations, yeah, yeah, states yeah, well, worldwide. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know how we saw how the mafia, mafia was born as a result of the American failure in that. And like, I mean, to an extent, even though there are many things about like uh, the Finnish state looking after people, I think are brilliant. I think the idea that it should tell me what I can and cannot do with my body when it comes to drinking wine or is... No, is it's a philosophical question. And I mean, to some extent, yeah, it's you can fully understand why, why people, you know, are very concerned about alcohol because there's violence involved with Violence is, is always very very regularly... Pre- yeah. Yeah, I mean, but that's and, uh, once again, I mean, if you go to somewhere like Spain or you go to the Mediterranean or France where, like, you know, alcohol is, is drank in a very different way, you don't mm. get people kicking the shit out of each other when they're on the grilly queue do you know what I mean they just no. I mean the, in the UK it's exactly the same it's like but drinking basically at the end the end of a night of heavy drinking can always uh, uh, guarantee there's some sort of like fist fight or it just kicks off or people like rolling around and you very rarely see that in like uh, places where they have a, a different relationship to drink where it's just yeah. drank one more civilised and like I've been writing a bunch these last days so I haven't so I haven't like had time to follow the news properly but the new alcohol uh, legislation was not passed. Oh, it was a new law. Is yeah, that? it was like, yeah, and it wasn't passed. Yeah, it wasn't passed. Yeah. Oh, and I'm <laughs> great such, work. I'm <laughs> such a modest consumer of alcohol, and such a fan of just people getting together that the only aspect I really like passionately care about in alcohol reform is for uh, like letting you know third spaces, places people go to hang out to, to uh, be allowed to sell alcohol later. That's the only thing I personally really care about. I'm a big fan of wine. Yeah. Being, being allowed to buy, drink mm-hmm. wine in a way that's a bit, sounds really bourgeois. No, but wine. But wine uh, yeah, fun. I mean, not, you know, why could, I hate going to a bar and having wine measured out in thimbles. <laughs> it's like some sort of fucking, it's like some sort of, yeah. so, it takes away all the pleasure. Like, like normally I'll ask for a glass of wine, I'm like, good, 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 good. I want mm. a big luxurious glass of wine. I don't want it measured out in thimbles by, in a way that makes it look like a science experiment. Just give me a glass of wine. It's not fucking about with these like tiny little, you know, that's to me is ludicrous and it takes away the 
absolute pleasure. And that is actually one of my great things that I find most annoying about life in, life in Finland. Uh, amongst all the wonderful things, uh, is the fact I go to a restaurant yeah. and the wine is served in, you know, wine's insanely expensive mm-hmm. and it's served in thimbles. Yeah, and, and there are, there's a whole lot of like pain for, for like microbreweries and people who try to do interesting things and can't sell their, That's their beer and stuff anywhere. It, it's uh... Yeah, and also it just, just doesn't work, does it? I mean, it's shown by the fact that whenever you get a, a Friday night T- uh, ferry to Tallinn. <laughs> it's like I took my parents there uh, in in March, and I sort of forgot what a Friday night ferry to Tallinn was like. And like by about six thirty, there were just like people l- vomiting in the corridors. There were people, people walking along with trolleys of so much booze. It was like the it was like the Leaning Tower of Pizza. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. there was so much. It was it was it was yeah, it was uh, debauchery and chaos. Within about two hours of leaving, and just people were going, basically people bust in from wherever, from like you know outside of town, on the boat, bang, they get in there, they stack up on all their beer and like at spirits, and they just totally get, they get totally wasted. Yeah, and like you know that's well, there's a lot of stuff I'm I'm ready to like be jokey about and and get do guesswork about, but alcohols and drugs are these complex topics where you easily sound like complete douche to anyone who has done the actual research so it's not it's not really black and white but but current finnish alcohol law is is fairly stupid and those restrictions probably don't really reach the people who would sort of need the restrictions but then again i have memories of when i was really young back then but i, I knew i knew people who who work in like social services uh-huh. and there was like some like uh, tax cut on alcohol in the early aughts i i seem to remember i i seem to i seem to remember comments about is being fairly visible in the clientele of social workers. Well, so people get more wasted. Yeah, when they have the opportunity. I mean, Finns have a really like uh uh, really twisted relation to alcohol, or some do, and it's alcoholism. It's so, uh, it's it's inherited. Uh, the genetics of it are like really upsetting when you start looking at it. So these aren't, aren't simple things to to sit and joke about, but uh, just, it's 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 sort of silly right now, and I hope it changes. Uh, but that's sort of yeah. That's all. Well, so, all I mean, you it's really interesting. You're, you're basically giving it, stats. Yeah, I mean, you're almost you're giving a, a positive spin on the possibility of the alcohol laws being sensible yeah I, I very much care about the alcohol laws being more sensible but on the other hand i fully realize that there's a real need to, to really have the resources to take care of the damages that alcohol causes well but i think i mean Finland frankly it's pretty, a shit drug well it's a shit drug absolutely it's a terrible drug and i think um but i think Finland's a pretty good good job of like i mean i've got like you see people clearly they've got a problem with alcohol but they, I mean, in the UK, if you've got a problem with alcohol, you're basically living on the street. Do you know what I mean? You're left to die. Yeah. Whereas here, in, in my experience, certainly people seem to be, if they've got a problem with alcohol, they've got places they can stay, they get a bit more support, and they're looked after. But there are still like costs involved. You have, you have people who, who grow up in, in uh, families that are you know, non-optimal, and you have people who aren't working because they can't work. I mean, there's a lot of like alcoholists who, who silently go on working forever because they can handle it just well enough. It's it's very invisible. But if you ever talk to someone who has a relative like this, it's uh, yeah. I mean, it sucks, yeah. obviously. Mm, yeah, but but uh, again, it's uh, it's it's a very nuanced issue. Yeah, this is true. So <laughs> I need to say we're the perfect people to discuss. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, I normally I mean... avoid nuance, but but this is. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm an I'm an anti-prohibitionist, very very strongly so. But that also means I don't want to come off as a total you know clown when I talk about these things. So yeah, I know a bunch of people who who study like this. Uh, this social policy thing. So maybe you should have a guest like that at some point. Someone who's clued up and knows yeah. what they're talking about yeah. rather than two people bab- babbling <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, babbling, babbling shit is fun, but I mean, Babbling yeah. shit is fun, yeah. I mean, well, let's, let's lighten the mood slightly then. Slightly. From, like, from uh, families that are destroyed by, uh-huh. by alcohol abuse, and that's a terrible thing, obviously. But like, uh, you know, how about the fact um, that the, the, uh, the love of certain... I mean, if you had to, if you had to choose... A, a, a drink that really typified Finland, what would that be and, and why? Uh, probably Yallu. Yallu? Yeah, it's, it's shit. What's that then? Uh, it's, uh, I have no idea what it is. What does it taste frankly. like? Uh, like crap. Uh, Wikipedia lists it, at, lists it as cut brandy. Cut so it's brandy. really it's shitty like brandy. It's cocaine brandy. <laughs> mm, yeah. Cut brandy? What do you mean cut? What the oh, cook- you, you need to figure it out to yourself. Right, uh, okay, re- so. Read the Wikipedia. But, but I mean, now I'm, I'm just revealing that I, I, I'm not really in on alcohol products. I buy very little alcohol. Yeah. I consume very little alcohol. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, it's, I simply don't care. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever come across that before. I mean, I'm often when I first came here, it seems to be quite a common sport to to take foreigners to one side and give them all the shittiest Finnish mm. drinks there are. So there's the one the Jaeger. Yeah, I mean, drugs should be fun. I, I have, yeah, well, the shot. Like, I mean, that's the thing what? about they're not like medicine, aren't they? A lot of these shots. Yeah, like, it is like, like salmiaki. Mm. Because you've got a lot of strange drinks. I mean, you've got like, uh, the one my first time, a drink that I first experienced actually was in the UK when I was in London. And um, I was, when I met my girlfriend, now wife, who who basically spiked me with mintel. <laughs> like, and I was like, this is lovely, man. I was just necking it back. Next thing I do, like okay. three days later, I wake up. Uh, well, I, I personally like salamiaki. If I want to use alcohol as a drug, do you know what I do? Snort it. No. <laughs> I, 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 I go to alcohol, buy one bottle of Stolichnaya, the, uh-huh. you know, semi-premium Russian vodka. Yeah, okay, and yeah. then I have that, yeah, often without crying, anything in it. Crying and playing the violin. No, actually yeah. it gives a really, I mean, the the upward slope of, of the high, let's be honest, let's use the right words, yeah. the upward slope of the high is very sunny, actually. Is it? And how long does that how long does that sunshine last? No, it depends on how depends how strategic like- it depends on how strategically you apply, you know, large glasses of you know water you and more vodka. You should get your dad and his Excel spreadsheet on the case because then you could perfect it to such an art. Huh. Yeah, yeah, he's a law professor, so yeah, I don't think he's do too, too strong on the natural sciences either. But um, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting that you have like uh, so methodical. Yeah, because I don't like hangovers. I've had. Well, I don't like hangovers had, either. I don't, I don't yeah, quite. but people have this sort of. Um, I don't think anyone likes hangovers. Do they? People have these cathartic like relations to uh, to to hangovers where they just seem to suffer through it, maybe because they deserve it a little bit or yeah, so. No, but I, I want to engineer myself out of it, and I can do that really easily by just drinking like only vodka and shitloads of water. Yeah, I find that the similar but similar thing with gin actually, which uh-huh. is like such a retro Victorian tipple. But uh, yeah, that gives me quite a clear. I mean, yeah, I think they, it's strange how people people's hangovers, but not so much now. But certainly when I was a kid, people would wallow in the sort of pain of their hangover. Oh, I've got a hangover. Yeah, and I, so, I mean, it'd be really nice to um, to get a, like a drink bars without. 
feeling yeah. the pain. I mean, of course, not, come downs are pretty much standard for every every. Uh, we, we could talk a lot of my lack of self control with with a lot of things, but but I mean, I probably I'm probably lucky to be not very impulsive with alcohol. I, I manage. I, I can very easily like manage the doses i take like you know have sh shot glasses and then you know drink water yeah no, and exactly but most right. people get a bit carried away when they start drinking and that's the sort of that's the like hard thing about alcohol it's it's hard to manage your dose well this is the thing this is exactly the question the problem we're trying to uh, try is why i mean i don't yeah, but it's 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 why is it that it, it's an addictive drug for more, some people yeah but there are other i mean that is of course if you're if you're an alcoholic mm -hmm. then you can't stop drinking but there are a very tiny minority of people alcoholics so why is it that why is it that Finnish people have a tendency to to when they drink just go go like really go for well, why do people why well, i mean some myth? people is that even bullshit it might even not even be the case it might just be like a why do some people uh no names mentioned not stop eating a bowl of chips before it's empty i mean it's the same thing people people's like some people brains react <laughs> no sort of no that, but people like people react a bowl of chips <sighs> And a bottle of vodka, I could quite easily, I could see it to the rationale of eating a bottle of chips till the end, but a bottle of uh -huh. vodka is like, you just know you're going to, you're going to suffer and get pain at the end yes. of it, don't well, you? Yeah. human like, brain chemistry is a complicated yeah, yeah, issue, yeah, so yeah, it's it's <laughs> another of these things where, topics where I don't want to sound like a, well, douche, so, <laughs> yeah. Too late. <laughs> Too late, yeah, yeah, well, I'm, I'm a self, self-aware douche then. Yeah, yeah, uh, this is true. Yeah, but, but I mean, alcohol. Uh, no, actually, not not more alcohol. Let's let's talk a bit about about your book. I mean, the, oh, the the, we had this perfect ex excuse to talk about your book, and now we'll just like skip it over. Yeah, like shooting shooting the crap on, well, on a topic sure we, we know nothing about. I'm sure we talk about the book a lot more in forthcoming episodes. But uh, yeah, it's when is it out? What, what, out? what is it about? Really, uh, it's it's 101 very finished problems. It's exactly what it says on the cover so it's and it's uh, fine lengthy well-written prose absolutely absolutely yeah in, in stunning british english <laughs> absolutely uh -huh. yeah that's exactly what it is uh so it's a fun look at um the way finland uh is in compared to well my my eyes and compared to the uk of course and my experiences and you know i think it's i think i'm an ambassador for finland there i'm bigging up the good things and like hopefully giving people a different perspective on things that they may not have may not have appreciated so yeah i think it's you know fingers crossed it should be a good read 210 pages of of um a rib tickling prose and okay, but, okay can you can you give us a taste you want a taster yeah, yeah sure okay right. um okay how about this one then uh number 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 nine number nine okay how about oh no okay how about this one when your children need a wee after and getting dressed when your children need a wee after getting dressed for winter this is quite long do you want me to read this uh, or you can okay. summarise it. Or okay, you can well, give us a taste of the taste real pros. We all know that Finnish winters get really, really cold. What is less known, what is less well known, unless you live here, is the extra hours of work these Arctic conditions add to your life. If you're lucky enough to live in a beautifully warm country with perpetual sunshine and blue skies, you simply need to pop on shorts and a t-shirt and you're good to go. For the nine months of the year, if you do this in Finland, you die. This means you need to wrap up super duper warm, which means lots and lots of layers. In nature, you can tell the age of a tree by the rings on its trunk. In Finland, you can tell the age of the year by how many layers you need to wear. 
This wary, wary way of dressing is tedious enough when you're an adult. So imagine the mental anguish suffered when you're dressing a five-year-old. Take a bow, Lottie, <laughs> who's my daughter. As a proud father of two fantastic children, I've had the great pleasure of learning this the hard way. Happily, both of my kids are now old enough to get their winter survival kit on unaided. Yet those minus 20 days are still fresh in my memory. The days when you know that if you don't cover up your kids well enough, they might come back from daycare with their little fingers frozen off or with no feeling in the end of their nose. It's for this reason, no matter how late for work you are... Okay, we get it. Yeah. So, uh, okay, but, but <laughs> essentially... Into yeah, 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 so you, you were getting into it. Uh, hey, buy, buy, buy the book. Buy the book. <laughs> yeah, buy but, the but book. I mean, if, if we want to sum this up, there's a very accessible like way to describe this for people now. If you haven't seen the... I believe it's on the American TV channel FX, uh-huh. the, the series Fargo. It's an adaption of the uh, Coen Brothers movie from the 90s. But it's, it's in this yeah, bumfuck nowhere state in the, in the United States. I can't remember which one now. Where uh, it's cold all the time. And people, and they make sort uh, of... Oh, a, is it in, no, it's in the... Yeah, no, it's in... Um, oh, man. Oh, yeah. It's one of... Like yeah. Alaska. Is it in Alaska? No. <laughs> it, it's... Uh, it's oh, a <coughs> flyover thing, state, yeah. But, yeah, okay. but anyway, I think that series captures the, in, the, the undignified way in which winter clothes, uh-huh. clothes like transform people into these awkward, like wobbling, m- wobbling, yeah, yeah. And, and they, there's a constant like visual joke in the series about it. And everyone who hasn't seen it probably should. Let's check it out. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 absolutely. absolutely. It, I think it, it captures a lot of like finishness in it too. Of the of the, the cult. Like, there's a lot of awkwardness and yeah, murder. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah, but but that's just an example of uh, of where we can find this sort of yeah. Yeah, that's just one merely one example of of the book basically. So yeah, there's plenty more of that. Um, and as I say, out on June the twentieth, I think. Yeah, and people can get it. Uh, will it be on uh, or international listeners? Well, pa- can yeah, they get I anything? think it'll probably be. Well, it's in English. It's been published by Gumarus. Uh, it should be in all good bookshops. I'm doing a Night of the Arts talk. Uh, and that's in August. <laughs> no pressure. It's that's whenever the Night of the Arts, arts yeah. is. So, yeah, in stock, in academic bookstore, I'll be interviewed oh, great. Uh, great. about the book. And uh, I have no idea what the format is, but it'll just be me babbling shit, probably. Well, m- m- more of the good stuff you, you got just now before I interrupted you, because we're not going to you know, give away too much Absolutely. for free. Absolutely. We, we want your money, don't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to, have, to, have to put food on the table. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and I'm sure, I actually have no idea how much it costs, but I'm sure it Gumrus their wisdom will price it very reasonably um so yeah hopefully you'll enjoy it so i think you know we've covered uh, a wide i think we've covered we've some well. nonsense on alcohol yeah absolutely and, so, and still i mean we're gonna sound like total total idiots again because because we we don't have a guest yet but uh I there, know, we fucked there up was there. some I scheduling mean, problems with yeah, that yeah, we, we have, have a really interesting potential guests a potential historian uh, guest who studies uh, icebreakers and their impacts on Finnish nationalism. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's <laughs> well, tell one of the best things I've ever you? heard about. Well, the Finnish icebreakers have all got names like Brave and like Crusher. We have things like that coming up. So okay, cool. sooner or later. I mean, sooner or later, we, yeah. we both are pretty, pretty shit and absent-minded yeah. producers for yeah. things like this. <laughs> so we need to figure out the timing but other than that um yeah let's good yeah let's, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get that up. person next in next hopefully yes and in the meantime 
Enjoy the sunshine. Woo. Enjoy the sunshine. 13 degrees. And 13 degrees. Fantastic. Yeah. At least, you know, it doesn't snow. This is very true. This is very true. Okay, right. so thank you and bye for now. Hope you enjoyed the third episode of the Very Finished Problems podcast. To help others find the show, please rate, recommend or like us wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll have more for you soon.